Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. Life has changed a great deal from the early days of our country. What was once an agricultural society has been replaced by great cities and urban sprawl, forcing families to grow up in small, fenced-in yards or apartments with little to no yard at all. No longer are there chores to be done before the sun comes up. Most young people have no idea what working from sunrise to sunset even means. Instead of a large breakfast meant to fuel one's energy for a hard day of manual labor, donuts and Pop-Tarts have become the mainstay, preparing our kids for a grueling afternoon of computer games. Sadly, the tough, hard-working young men and women who fought and won two world wars have been replaced by a generation of mostly soft, aimless youths whose loyalties lie primarily to themselves. It is to a similar group of individuals that Paul addressed his admonition in Titus 1, 12 and 13. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, The Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. This witness is true, wherefore rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith. Titus had been sent to minister to those on the Isle of Crete. Word had come from one of their own that the people there were deceitful and lazy. The people to whom Titus would be trying to lead would be of a very poor character level, not unlike many in our society today. Paul knew that Titus would have very little success in trying to build a work for Christ in such a poor environment. His instructions for Titus began with calling them out for their poor character base. It's instructive to understand that Paul's directives were quite harsh. He told Titus to rebuke them sharply. The original wording means to cut abruptly. Titus was to come down hard and decisively against their lying and against their laziness. Paul knew that left unaddressed, Titus may win some to Christ, but they would simply go from worthless lost men to worthless saved men. For the cause of Christ to grow on that island and then to reach beyond, the converts would have to be truthful and then be willing to work hard. The work of the gospel demands both. I fear that one of the reasons the church is steadily declining in our country is due to a similar direction in character. Christians are often caught in untruths. Their testimonies are held with little value in many businesses today because of their unwillingness to pay their bills on time. Christians today have taken a sad posture of carelessness about things that still matter for eternity, like truth. When businesses around seek more workers, do they give preference to Christians like they used to? Because they could be assured that they would get employees who have integrity? Is there a general understanding in the world that Christians can be trusted? If the Church of Jesus Christ is going to gain ground, and see growth again. Christians are going to have to once again reflect the nature of our Lord. Jesus said He was the way, the truth, and the life. Can the world see His truth in us? Let's not be like those on Crete. Let's decide that the cause of Christ is worthy of giving our best. God bless you today. I love you.